1: Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online. reliabilityinvestment.com that's reliabilityinvestment.com
2: my next guest she's on the line because i just been I i was joking with her prior to this call and she says i'm such an exciting guy and that made me feel even more important my next guest has a distinctive look and a distinctive style when she enters the kitchen with her trademark spiky blonde hair she's the host of food network's worst cooks in america and i'm telling you something these folks cannot cook a prime time show where she leads a team of hopeless. I don't know if the word hopeless is really the word horrible should be the task instead of hopeless. Home cooks from around the country through a culinary. That's a big time word right there, culinary boot camp. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. New York Times best selling author, Anne Burrell. Hi. And was that was that enough? Was that enough, Anne? Come on now. Wow, that was something. I mean I feel like that's a lot to live up to. Well, no 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 Ann, let me just tell you something. first of all First of all, let's, let's let's get to the thing that always catches my eye. And I'm sure it catches everybody's eye. The hair. The hair. Okay, now. Because see, see I see that hair. This is, you know, man, I'm a trademark guy. Marketing and branding, that's my game. And I just always have been wanting to see a logo with that little hair flip, a silhouette with that hair flip. Is that in the works? Is that in the works and you know, it's it's something that I've tossed around of,
1: uh, for years. And actually, um, I used to have some chef jackets at a restaurant that I worked at that had a little silhouette of me, a little line drawing with my hair. So I've been working on, on getting another one done. But, yes, my hair is the thing that people, like, stop me on the street and they say, oh, I recognize the hair. I knew it was you. No one else has that hair. It's like... I mean I'm I have done worse cooks uh several times with my very good friend, Rachel Ray. Mm-hmm. And one time we went to a Jets game and we were walking around in the stadium mm-hmm. and people saw me and she was like, she could just zip around and go by unnoticed. <laughs> and she said, you can run recon for me anytime.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's beautiful. I was like, oh, thanks, Rach. <laughs> That's beautiful. Because, you know, the thing about it is that, you know, that is a brand. That is a part of you that, you know, most people would, would die for. They have a recognizable look. And also, you're 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 attractive with that recognizable look. This is not a look that looks crazy a look well
1: back. aren't you a charmer it's okay. so funny people people on uh on instagram and twitter all the time is like it my hair is so weirdly polarizing to people like people love it or hate it and okay stay away I from guess,
2: the haters like, stay away from the haters come to rushan come to rushan side <laughs> of the table i mean i think i want to be your best friend now but you also have that other look that i love it's kind of like it's all out it's kind of like you know it's, it's kind of like a, I've seen the, the hairdo where kind of like spiked throughout the whole hair. Is That style, you, you know, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm not saying my hairstyle, but I've seen that look. You do that look too, right?
1: Um, well, I mean, you know, the hair is pretty much what it is, and right. I don't know. I mean, it's not that I try to, you know, particularly be outside of the box. It just is, you know. It just is kind of the the cuckarina that's me, I guess. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, no, you know, a, No cuckarina. No cuckarina. Beautiful. Arena. Oh no, I Beautiful own that arena. term and I love oh. it. Oh, okay. Cool. Now, because uh,
1: I'm uh, very happy to be one. I just, you know, I'm in life for for the adventure and the
2: joy of it. Okay. Now you 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 you. You're excelling, you're your media darling, uh, 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 a social media influencer, and you you host this show about worst cooks. How did that come about? Because you know nobody comes about, you know, goes to college, goes to kitchens and trains and say I want to be on TV. How did that transition from what you do, what you what you love to do to television? How did that transition happen first?
1: Um, Well, I have to say, um, actually, years ago when I first started out um, wanting to be a cook, um, there was not even Food Network to aspire to be on. Right. (laughs) So I just, I mean, I just wanted to be a cook for the sheer love and the passion of it. Um, And I worked really hard at it. And just because I loved it, I couldn't work hard enough. I couldn't do enough. And um, years after I had been working in kitchens in New York City, And in Italy, um, I worked for Mario Batali, and he asked me if I would be on his Iron Chef team. Mm. So that's how I started on Food Network. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think after a few seasons of doing Iron Chef, Then the Food Network was like, oh, maybe this chick does really know how to cook. Let's see if she can cook and talk. Um, So they gave me a screen test, and my first show, Secrets of a Restaurant Chef, came out of that. Um, And then Worst Cooks came down a little, like, you know, a year or so later. Um, And weirdly, Worst Cooks is the one that has stayed. I mean, it's been on the air for, I think, I don't know, eight or ten years now, something.
0: Worst and it's
1: just, I, I love doing that show so much because it's so, I mean, it, the people are nutty, let me just tell you. And it's like, it's like I'm the, the queen of the land of the misfit toys. Like, there's a reason why well, this point it, when and it. I
2: work together. You're very animated. You know what I'm saying? You animate. you one of those people that you're, you're, your face is made for TV because you, you can deliver, <laughs> or you can deliver a, 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 a happy moment or like, this is a bunch of crap moment. <laughs> right with a right, right with a look right with a look and, and right.
1: And I mean, half the time, I don't even know I'm doing it. My face just does it. Um, it's like people then say to me like, Oh, do you want to play poker? Because you know, <laughs> they would be like, and yeah, I have a terrible poker face. Like every thought that goes through my mind is like expressed on my face. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's the people, I mean, they start off so bad. They're just awful. And it's like the number one thing people ask me, like, are the people in worst cooks really that bad? Yes. Um, and I have to say, yeah, we don't have to fake any of that at all, unfortunately. Fortunately, unfortunately. But then they really do dig deep, and you say it's like doing the show is really hard. It's, it takes days and days to film it. It's hours of standing around. It's it's, it's so stressful and <laughs> what these people do, um, I mean, it's amazing what they do and it's just, so that's why I think it's a really sweet show that that they really dig deep and they make a transformation and then they take that stuff home with them and their families eat better, they cook better. I mean, it's just as amazing the nice things that come from it.
2: Maybe you can answer this question because I want my listeners to know. How does a person, contestant get on that show. How do they how do they prove that they are they are a worse cook? How does that happen?
1: <laughs> well, we're pretty good at at picking out the fakers. Um so uh you know, but people want to be
2: on TV. People want to be on TV, you know.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, we go through. We have a casting company that does that, and they're mm-hmm. really good at picking out people that are very earnest, but that also have a stake in the game. Mm-hmm. You know that they, mm-hmm. there's a reason why they want to learn how to cook, or there's a reason why now they're trying to get on the show. And it's a lot of times, you know, it's like they look at the, the like eating takeout every night for them and their kids, and you know they say people say like I want my kids to be able to eat better, or wow. I'm a grandmother. And I want to be able to have my grandkids over to my house to to have the grandma moments that I had when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if I can help families do that or families eat together and, you know, just eat better, uh, that kind of stuff, then I feel like I've done my job.
2: Okay. I'm on the phone with Anne Burrell. She's the uh, star. I'm going to say star because you're talking to me. You're talking to me. You're the star <laughs> of, you know, Worst Cooks in America. It's on the Food Network. It premieres August 12th. August 12th. Now, before we go in our first break, I want you to tell me about your favorite guest of all time, if you can, and the guest who frustrated you most, the cook who frustrated you the most. It just didn't get it. Can you, oh, can you deliver the message yeah. on two of those? Come on. Come on, you, uh-huh. can, you can talk, and you told me. All right, well, we'll start. Let's
1: start with the, the one of my most challenging <laughs> recruits ever. I'm gonna say worst. It's the um, worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. I will say most challenging. <laughs> um, there was a, I can't remember her name now, but she started off on the the day one, the baseline challenge, like uh-huh. where we just see like what we're having to work with, and she made this this fried chicken with vanilla in it. Well, hold and it wait, just, hold just And it kind of tasted like a cross between, yeah, like fried chicken with cake around it. It just was not, it was terrible. And it was just not cooked well either. But then, like, a few weeks later down the road, she decided that she really, like, she just couldn't let go of this vanilla chicken thing. And, like, made another <laughs> recipe with vanilla chicken. And I was like, wait a minute, you realize that's the dish that got you here, right? <laughs> Um, you, you think that that dish is going to keep you here? No.
2: Um, you know, there was her. Oh, hold, there on, was- hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't go to the next person uh, because, first of all, I want to let you know that when you, when you did that description, I saw your face. That, <laughs> you know, that's the dish that got you here you understand right. uh, you show I saw your face and I don't I, I'm not even looking at you I saw your face I saw your expressions <laughs> I saw that hair flip back you know because you because know, you know I don't care what you say when you when you get animated that hair does move you know that right it comes to <laughs> well, life see I always think there's a problem if I have hair movement and I'm like wait a minute we need hairspray <laughs> okay, we're gonna be right back with my favorite cook of all time she's on the food Network Ann Burrell be right back more money making conversations keep winning. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You've been listening, and well, you've been, you still are, and listen to Money Making conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. The show is heard worldwide because I have worldwide guests. One of my worldwide guests on the phone is from the Food Network. She's the host and star of the show Worst Cooks in America. I see that show all the time because I get to watch her do her thing. Because, you know, when you watch people do their thing, that means that they have star capacity and also that you learn things from them. And I learned a lot of things about her. Watching other people who can't cook, telling them how to cook, and when people are watching the show, Worst Cooks in America. What do you think the biggest takeaway from a viewer for a viewer?
1: I'm sorry. Wait. This is sorry. I did. You just went out for a quick second. Sorry. Oh, oh, what oh, about the okay, best okay, thing okay, that okay, I can Anne, take Anne, away Anne, from? Anne, I'm Anne, sorry, Anne.
2: Sorry. No, 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 not Anne. I just delivered this uh, beautiful <laughs> statement about. And you. I know it was so nice. I think, and, and i and, and then you came back with what you say? What you say? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got engaged with you. I just told y'all I'm going to fly you to, to
0: New
1: York. And you say, oh my, huh? God. Huh? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know, this is what I do. I set you up and I knock you down. Okay, that's right. Uh, but that's here, right. Here, I'll, here, I'm going to build you right back up again. Okay. So I, you're so fun, and I just I want to keep talking to you forever. So keep telling me again what you're going to say.
2: Here's the deal, is that, you know, when I watch the show, and, uh, and and you, you're one of the primary reasons why I watch the show. You watch to see the worst cooks. But I do learn from your show. And I learned because of the fact that, you know, uh, I, I, w- I wasn't always what I considered a cook. I am a really good cook now because of the fact that you make it seem very easy and approachable in the kitchen. And I think that's the number one fear of people when they walk in the kitchen and when they open a the cookbook, it seems like rocket science, It's just to use a layman term. What is the biggest takeaway you think viewers have when they watch your show
1: what I, I mean, what it is so important to me on worst cooks is that yes, we have the, the, the humor factor of, you know, the people that are bad and we have like sort of, you know, the, the setting up every challenge with, you know, the scenery and all that kind of stuff. But the most important thing to me is that the people that are actually doing the show really learn something that to me, it's the number one thing that they can do is learn. And my, I, You know, I'm always in my mind thinking, where are the teaching moments? How can I give these people something? Um, And so... I really, also when I'm teaching, I try to break down um, cooking terms and stuff and just put it in regular language because people don't understand cooking terms. They didn't no. go to culinary school. No. So it's like me asking, them asking me to go and do their job mm-hmm. in that vernacular that I don't know how to do mm-hmm. and say, all right, here you go and kind of shove you off into the deep end. So I really try to break things down and give people the cooking technique of what they are doing. And so they can, you know, like, so they, I connect the dots for them so they can understand, oh, okay, <laughs> if I do this, this is going to happen. And that's when I see people um, using the information that I have given them right. on their own,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it makes me so happy. I call it, like, the light bulb moment. And I sort of feel like a proud mama that, you know, I'm like, look, look at my little cooks, how
2: they're doing. <laughs> well, that's a nice transition to your favorite guest. On yeah, I, I know how to translate. I do radio, young lady. This is my vernacular. Uh,
1: I have had a lot of favorite guests, um, <laughs> but I have to say, what, my most surprising favorite guest mm-hmm. um, would would be the uh, the situation from Jersey Shore.
2: Oh, we're going to celebrities now.
1: Uh, well that was Mike Mike the situation. I have to say he was I mean I've had a lot of favorite guests over the way over the
2: years but uh-huh.
1: I will have to say the situation because I expected him to be like a huge douchebag. Right. And That's I was what he was, was like, on TV.
2: That's what it was on TV. Exactly. Jersey. Exactly.
1: I mean like I never watched the Jersey show because I'm like this is like dumbass TV. I can't. Right. And so when he came in on the first day and I was teaching and he didn't take any notes Ooh. or anything and I said you're not going to take any notes, I was like, all right, if that's the way this is going to go, I will go put you right on that path train and send you right back to New Jersey. I'm like, if you're going to take this seriously, great, but if not, then I I will take you to that bridge or tunnel that got you here to get you back. And the next day, he came in and he took notes. He was so kind. He was so sweet. He was so helpful to everyone. He was a team (laughs) player, and I was like, wow, what a truly sweet guy. He really, really really was and it kind of it broke my heart a little to send him home
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> honestly well, and the and the, that I mean like it never in a million years would I ever think that I would think that about the situation
2: and that's and that's what so let me ask you this since we made a transition to celebrity worst cooks in the world do you talk differently to the celebrities versus the non celebrities no, no. I sure don't need to. Celebrities, they're just like us. <laughs> you want to talk about when I say that? You know, because you know they're they're known, and they come in there and they can almost waste your time because they can have an attitude, like you you felt the situation had,
1: where oh, uh, I've defi- uh, there's definitely been celebrities that have had attitude. Yes, very much so. So they sort of weed themselves out pretty quickly. Right. Right. So, you know, it's, it's it, it, when they come in with an attitude and just or they're not going to take it seriously or whatever. Like, I mean, they kind of do my job for me and sort of almost eliminate themselves.
2: And that's important because of the show that that's because the show is to keep moving forward. It's not about you. It's about a brand. And and, and you're the host and you're there to you know, it's entertainment and, 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 and an informative platform that you make, you know, recipes and put effort to make the recipe. Now, let me ask yeah. you this: Let's go back to worst cook. How does it walk me through the steps of? Because I really want to know this. Because you bring people in to the show, they cannot cook. How do you get them rolling? How does that? Do y'all do any pre-cooked shows, or do y'all no. just y'all just uh-uh. throw them in the kitchen and just go to work, get busy? Well, I mean, it's very important to me that,
1: um, I mean, and all of the challenges, I mean, I work very hard with the producers right. before in the pre-production stuff to make sure that the challenges are building blocks. Right. So, and that every building block, you know, the next challenge or the next episode, um, we are just building on the building blocks and then we ask them to, re- to use the stuff that they've learned before. So, it kind of winds up to be a whole education. And um, I demo for them, um, and I give them all the information that they need Mm -hmm. to be able to do what we're asking them. I give Mm -hmm. them all the tools. It's up to them to pick them up and use them.
2: Oh, that – okay, cool.
1: So that's why – I mean, like, no, I would never, ever – you know, yell at someone or send someone home for asking them uh, to do a job that they don't. That's have another the tools to That's
2: another show. That's another show. In that's another. Person.
1: That's that's yeah. Other <laughs> chefs do that. They you know <laughs> when people say to me like, "Oh, you just yell at people and you're so mean," I'm like, "No, no, no, no that's that, not really that, the case me, at all." I'm the, like, deal. "I have tough love. Yes, I set a standard and I expect people to live up to it. And if they don't, then there's consequences for that. But um, you know, I very much care about the people there." There's no, to me, there's no benefit in just bashing people down. I try to lift people up.
2: And you do a great job of. I want to talk about before we go about uh, writing the cookbooks that you've written. What goes mm-hmm. into the mindset and why is it well, important? Well,
1: I mean, honestly, there. If you think about what a recipe is, it is a set of instructional writing. Right. It is a set of directions right. on how to complete a task. And. A lot of times um, those recipes are written very poorly. Uh, Instructional writing is very difficult to do well. So I really try to, when I'm writing a recipe put myself in the position of the person who is actually making it because I want them to be successful at it. And I don't, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, I tried this recipe. It, it, it didn't come out right. I suck. I'm terrible. And it's, it might not be about the person. It very well might be the person, but a lot of times the recipes mm-hmm. are very difficult yes. to follow. Yes. So I try to make my recipes very user or cook friendly.
2: That's key. I'm just going to let you know, and Because,
1: I mean, key. if people try my recipes and they don't work, they're not going to make any more of my recipes or they're not going to cook. So I want people to feel, I also want people to feel this sense of joy and satisfaction that I feel when I cook for other people and when they eat it and they say, Mmm, this is really good. Mm. You know, like it's <laughs> like a great feeling and I want you,
2: people to feel you, that. I've heard like five different characters on this phone. Eight different voices. <laughs> uh, I've heard. Uh, you just don't understand. You, do, do, do you ever listen to yourself talk? And this is a good conversation. Oh, no, not, uh, I try never to. You are just. You, you are so. You you're just animated on the radio. You go. It's uh, 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 <laughs> uh, uh, my Cookie Monster voice. I have you're to doing say, a fantastic
1: job. One time when I was so starstruck when I met Cookie Monster, and mm-hmm. he quoted me back to me, and I was like, "Oh my God. It was like the most. I, I was really truly starstruck by. Cookie Monster.
2: Well, here's the, here's the great beauty of this relationship, because I feel we have a relationship now, Anne. And, uh, I do, too. And uh, you tell her about so how they can follow you on social media, and because uh, you're doing fantastic on social media. You post a lot of great pictures. I know. Oh, I
1: thank you. Well, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Chef Anne Burrell. Well, Facebook's just Anne Burrell, but Chef Anne Burrell is my Insta and,
2: uh, and Twitter. On August 12th, it premieres the new season. Uh, America's Worst Cooks and she's the host and uh, continue to do what you do and uh, get that logo for me I get that logo you know the little silhouette with the hair you got to get it I definitely
1: will I think when it. I get it done you'll be the first person to see it
2: and I would put it put it on the t-shirt for sure okay, <laughs> okay. you're the best and don't change don't, don't 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 keep that animation keep that spirit and I'm so happy you called me and I'm so happy I, I'm part of your life now okay
1: uh, me too my friend uh, thank you so much for having me this
2: was a delightful conversation all right keep winning keep winning everybody
1: I, I will try I don't like to
2: lose <laughs> okay. this is Rashawn McDonald you've been listening to Money Making Conversations
0: now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment our new investment product offers competitive returns no maintenance fees and flexible online access to your money